Welcome to the Boom Boom Performance Podcast, your resource for science-based training and nutrition, data-driven coaching, and education-focused content. Before we get into this podcast, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen and learn with me so that you can apply what you are about to learn, take my strategies, use these tools, and finally have some serious methods to see sustainable success with your physique, your mind, and your life. This podcast was built on the foundation of applied education, and I'm excited for you to be here so you can have that experience with me. Now, without any further ado, let's get on to the show. All right, so now I got my other friend from across the pond on the podcast is what I was saying to Adam. Um, and the way I started that one, I'm gonna start the same thing with this. I'm just like, first and foremost, thank you for coming this far. Super grateful for that. It's, it's been a kind of a surreal experience to like see you guys live in the flesh and hang out. And, um, it's even better because I know you guys so well. And then to see you in person and realize that you're the same person I knew and you have the same morals and you have the same energy. And I mean, you know how I was like, when you meet somebody online and then you meet them in person and they're they're the same person. It's really like, unfortunately, like that shouldn't be rare, but it's really cool. It's a really cool thing. So, um, I got to give you a huge, just respect and shout out for, for coming all the way over here. It means a lot. And it's been My really, pleasure. really cool. Absolutely. It's been cool to come to the Pacific Northwest and just, yeah, meeting everybody in person. Is this been, is this your first time up in yeah, the, the left further, corner? The furthest North I have ever gotten was San Francisco. So, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it is different over here. Yeah. Very cool. I was, uh, we were driving to, uh, the restaurant last night. And I told Shannon, we stopped at a stoplight and I kind of looked around and I was like, I wonder if this is just, I said, it's probably more weird for Adam because you've been to the States more than he mm-hmm. has. But I was like, I wonder how like weird this is for them, like this environment. Cause I know when I see pictures of Germany, I'm like, that looks like another world, <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. in a good way. So I'm like, I wonder if they ever look at the States like that, or if they're <laughs> like, man, the States kind of suck compared to. Well, by now, no, cause I, I guess I've been here maybe 10 times, 10 times to mm-hmm. the States. So, um, kind of used to the environment but it is definitely completely different like you don't see as many historic buildings but like the nature here is absolutely beautiful and i love how uh, varied everything is like you have the ocean you have mountains mm-hmm. you have uh, deserts whatever and so that's pretty cool and some stores which we don't have like trader joe's or whole foods yeah. or so. <laughs> they get me excited <laughs> uh, i love it you guys probably have more uh uh, like farmer's market type stuff though, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming because like we were even talking about last night, they're like, well, why don't you just go to the farmer's market? I'm like, because I have to drive two hours mm-hmm. to get there. And it's just like <laughs> really unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but cool. So so we've spent, uh, day one, we spent doing 90 day outcomes, uh, kind of just personal development, just really just connecting as a team. Uh, day two, we did uh, some like deep dive into our coaching systems and how we can improve as individuals for our clients. And then we had Andreas come and talk personal development. And then today, did anybody tell you what we're doing today? no okay. well we're going to the seattle but that's about it okay so you okay <laughs> i'm the only one left in the dark only... <laughs> oh cool thanks. so uh, apparently you guessed it last night but i didn't hear you oh, guess yeah, it so yeah. we're going to an escape room oh sweet yes. so um <laughs> but so. they they said that today and they're like lisa said it and you like looked away and i was like i didn't even hear her say that <laughs> so i wasn't trying to like play incognito um but we are going to the escape room today so we'll probably have a different maybe a different takeaway of the week after that happens but for now um, the first thing I want to go over with you is like, what is the biggest takeaway that you've had in the past few days uh, spending with us here at the warehouse? Um, 
probably that passion um, should be the foundation of everything that you do and then good things will come from it. Explain on that. Like, what do you mean by that? Um, so if, if we or anybody enjoys what they're doing, whether that's, you know, your weight loss journey and you're enjoying learning to enjoy the process or whether you're enjoying your work as a coach or whether you're just, just anything in life when you have passion for it, um, there will be fruits from it. So like, even if things might take a a while or you don't see the immediate returns, um, or anything like that, but if you have a fire going for it, then something good will come from it. I love that. I, I, uh, I don't mean to like put your personal stories on blast, but, um, you, you shared something yesterday about, um, I mean, long story short, basically almost not fulfilling what you feel like your purpose was for like six or seven years. Mm -hmm. And now you're doing that. And I have so much respect for what you do now because you do what you love. Um, thankfully Mm -hmm. grateful for it being with me. Um, you travel a ton, which is something you love. And then I was actually also thinking about this yesterday when we were all training, um, you, so you had a long history of like CrossFit and doing different things, but you are so damn consistent with the type of training you're doing and your results obviously show for it. Like you're lean and you're building muscle, but I was just kind of admiring from across the gym as you were training and like you were slowing down, you're doing your tempo. And I was like, you are super fucking consistent with everything you do. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think like that passion is kind of like what allows you to do that or what oh, should allow absolutely. other people? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the passion and structure not necessarily um not necessarily everything that i've started or that i'm doing now like with my training and stuff was always my passion believe it or not i at some point like in my early 20s i couldn't even do a push-up and i was like oh i hate upper body work (laughs) (laughs) stupid i don't want to do any push-ups but then i brought in some structure and after a while i enjoyed doing it i enjoyed becoming stronger and then the passion was born. So I guess the passion doesn't always have to come first, but sometimes it can be developed, um, I guess. Um, but yeah, it, it it's definitely one of the foundations, absolutely. Do you think that, so I have two questions. One is kind of completely off topic of what we're talking about today. Um, and I'll ask that one second. Um, the first one is, I said yesterday, uh, I think I was talking to Caroline. I said that uh, I heard something in that book, uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People that love is a verb and the he was talking to somebody that was kind of like well if you're not uh if you don't feel that love anymore it's because you're not loving you have to love Mm -hmm. in order to be in love kind of thing like love is a verb do you think that passion is that same way it's almost like oh definitely because some people i think are like well i don't have the passion well it's like well maybe if you act passionate you will develop a passion yes yes definitely um and also if you have a a strong why that passion can be developed so like if you know why you're doing something so for example i knew like okay i want to tone my arms or whatever else people would say you know and that's why i started doing push-ups and and, and then that grew into a passion so yeah if you have a, have a strong why then you can develop passion for sure yeah um the second part of that question is um from transitioning from like CrossFit into like more bodybuilding stuff, how long did it take you to start seeing development of muscle? Because if, as a female, it does take longer. Um, and, and you clearly, you have muscle, you have mm-hmm. a muscular frame and you are lean. So mm-hmm. you, you've built that, but I know it didn't just like, Oh, it just like no. I did some pushups or, and probably honestly didn't happen even when you were doing a lot of CrossFit, it probably started happening a lot with more of the functional bodybuilding stuff. Totally. I mean, I, I did already have, um, 
I guess, quite a bit of muscle during CrossFit, but I would say it wasn't as defined and kind of more hidden. <laughs> but um, then transitioning into more functional training or bodybuilding style training, it probably took about two to three months until I started enjoying some of the aspects of it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even start seeing any results yet. It was more like enjoying feeling the muscle or enjoying um just trying different exercises i like varieties so it, it sounds silly because people always associate bodybuilding bodybuilding with being more boring mm -hmm. or being more mo monotonous but it's um i actually thought oh there's a lot of variety to it you know with different equipment and so on um so probably two to three months until i started seeing some sort of benefits and then maybe I want to say almost like half a year before I actually started realizing there was more definition, like on my delts and, mm -hmm. and, and just, just random spots where I'm like, Ooh, this is popping. How is that? Yeah. How's that happening? <laughs> I think that's so key. Cause you even said like two to three months before you even started feeling good about it. And yeah, I want people to just like stop and like just click replay over and over again, because I think like so many people get into the, I mean, we've had to talk to a lot of people about like, Hey, let's, let's get out of the circuit training. Let's get out of the CrossFit mm -hmm. or at least like tone it down a little bit and introduce this type of strength training, this type of bodybuilding so that you can enhance your aesthetics and improve really physiology, improve your hormones, improve everything that you're, you're feeling. Um, but it takes time. It doesn't, oh, absolutely. It doesn't, Anybody who tells me like, Oh, this is so boring. I can relate 100 1 million percent because i was like really struggling in the beginning just going to the gym like nobody knows your face they're like they don't care whether you're there or not it's not like mm -hmm. a crossfit gym or a circuit training or something where everyone's like oh hey lisa what's going on yeah so happy to see you today how's this and that going like yeah that that was one of the big parts i struggled with really in the beginning or you leave or you finish and you're sweaty and you're laying on the floor breathing yeah, hard yeah so absolutely. you at least have that that endorphin rush mm -hmm. of like i just did something good yeah whereas like hey we're like hey leave a couple reps in the thing yeah <laughs> you're like really I, I i have done enough for today it doesn't feel like yeah. that yeah um but it takes time to see the fruits of your labor and mm -hmm. i think like going back to your whole thing with the why if you have a why behind it you know why you're doing it yeah. and and then you can at least be patient in the sense of like i know this will pan out like i know i'll see the result and when you do see the result you're like all that hard work was worth it yeah definitely. it makes it so much better um so i love that i love all those takeaways and that was kind of like a side rant on training but i really i was i've been wanting to ask you that actually since uh we were training together yesterday um the the second thing we have is like I, we've been talking about this all week like with our systems and with our our business and how we do what we do with our our clients at boom boom performance and like how do we tailor coaching more how do like what is tailored coaching to you like how can we make this way of doing things um even more tailored and, and i guess like the reason i want to ask you this and get it on the podcast and i've been doing this with the whole team is because there's so many like individualized coaching is almost like a buzzword now, right? Mm -hmm. Like if it fits your macros was a good system, but then it became a buzzword. Flexible dieting, buzzword. Now functional training, functional in general is kind of a buzzword now mm -hmm. too. Um, but like deep rooted, there's like such a good meaning behind all those things. And it gives you what you need to see success. And so does individualizing the process. Um, but what does that mean to you inside of coaching? Um, it means to me tailored to me means um 100 customized so basically i go to somebody and they treat or like create a program or a prescription for me 100 based on me and my needs so my history my likes my needs my lifestyle nothing else not leaned on anybody else of course based on systems on methods 
but um, completely, yeah, customized to me. And I think that's like, like we talk, I don't want to say bad about templates, but template is kind of like a starting place, right? You have to have, like you said, methods or templates or systems going into it because you need to know like that framework of where you start from. Um, but I think like if it starts customized, and, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this, you, you customize this process, you tailor it to them, but I think the biggest thing is like as it goes along, like that tailoring never stops. Oh, no, absolutely. I, I agree with right. that. Yeah, it, it has to be adjusted. That's, the, I mean, one of the reasons why like a set of macros will only work for so long, and that's why we as coaches have a job because um, half of the art of nutrition coaching lies in the adjustments and not just in the that initial initial set you can you can type in um, like macro calculator or whatever online and start with a random set and just do that yourself you know you don't really need anybody for that but the art of coaching is um, the adjustments and of course accountability and that personal connection and all the rest of it but um, yeah no I agree with that and I, I think um, one of the things you you said like a really long time ago that really struck home with me as well was um methods are many how did they go methods are many principles are few methods, methods often change principles never yeah, do. yeah absolutely and i mean that's what we kind of base um like our coaching on as well like we we have our, our basic principles that we always use with everybody you know like energy balance mm -hmm. it's just it, it's a thing obviously yeah. that's physics Let's deal with it. Um, but every, but everything else kind of needs to be adjusted around that because one person might have a really adaptive met metabolism and the other person doesn't. One person might have done 10 years of dieting and whatnot and is like super active and the other person is sedentary and has never dieted ever before. So mm. obviously we can't treat them the, cell the same. What about with adherence? Like I think that's a big mm. point that people forget about. Like I think we could – me and Adam kind of dove into this too on ours, but like I think we can talk about individualizing the nutrition aspect is simple. Like, I mean, it's simple, but it's not easy, right? Mm -hmm. Like macros, protein, meal timing, workout timing, supplementation, um, adjustments, cycling, refeeds. Like there's mm -hmm. so many ways we could take this periodization. Um, but I think a, a piece often people miss is adherence. And that's why people totally. are like, hey, give me my macros, tell me how often to refeed and I'm good, right? And it's like, <laughs> and like you said, it's uh, the magic's in the adjustments. Um, but I think adherence is a big piece of that. Tailoring totally. Too. Yeah. We were uh, also just talking about that yesterday, weren't we in terms of um, some people are super busy. They are happy just with one check in per week, mm -hmm. um, filling in, you know, our 10, 20 questions or whatever it is. And they're like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I know what I'm doing. Um, I'm just happy with that one check-in. Other people, they need a little bit more hand-holding or they're willing to provide everything um, or rec record everything down to the latest, like smallest, tiniest detail, like tracking your water or tracking fiber and stuff mm -hmm. like that. You don't have to do everything the same. Or, yeah, you, you shouldn't do the same with everybody in that regard either. I think that was one of the cool things we were talking about is like, uh, like we're pretty specific on our systems. Um but then how we were discussing when we should actually manipulate those systems because so many people are different. And it's like, mm -hmm. here's, here's like the, the like overall system where we have all the specificity in the world, but depending on the person, we're going to take this out, change this to this, tweak this, add this, <laughs> their check-ins change, how we check-in changes, how we communicate changes. And I think that's where um, 
a really good point of tailored coaching is, and you were actually like the lead on that conversation of like how you were adjusting depending on the clients you were working with. And I think it's important because a lot of people, I think it's good to have your way of doing things, but I think some companies get so stuck in that, that they don't have any flexibility when it's like, we're here to serve them. Mm -hmm. Like we should adjust as much as we can while still being productive so that they feel comfortable. They have less stress. Cause that's the whole point of coaching is exactly, I mean, to an extent, like people are like, Oh, I'm not going to hold your hand. Well, it's like, well, that's kind of the point. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why I'm hiring a coach. Yeah. yeah. Part of it is like, even like with like uh, Andres doesn't call himself a life coach, but I basically call him a life coach. He kind of holds my hand through a lot of shit. And it's yeah. like, that's why I pay him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, um, I like the way we had that conversation yesterday. I think it was really productive. Um, and I, I was thankful of how like eye to eye all of us are on everything, which is really, really cool. Um, Adam's word, uh, which I'm going to ask you here in a sec and we'll see if it's yours, but, um, Adam's word was clarity uh, or I'm sorry. No, that was his biggest takeaway. His word was structure, but his biggest takeaway was clarity. And I thought that was cool because one of the, the big takeaways for me this weekend, um, was being able to share. I kind of my more of my vision with you guys in person. You guys have heard me say it a million times, but, and, and give you my clarity and then see that you guys have the same vision, the mm -hmm. same clarity. And it was like, so empowering to me as a leader to be like, yes, like we're all, this sounds so fucking weird, but I feel like uh, in the Transformers when all the things come together <laughs> and it's like, and like you're supercharged. Yeah. That's what I think goes on in my head. I'm, I'm a weirdo, people. Um, but uh, the last thing I'm going to ask you today is is your focus word for the year. Like I think we all kind of set like a focus word for the year of going into there to kind of have in the back of our mind. Um, and I've been encouraging everybody listening to do the same because I think it's important um, going into different situations of your life having that word in the back of your mind kind of helps you navigate and kind of helps lead you into the path with integrity. Um, and I think that's super important. Um, Caroline's was authenticity. Adam's was structure. I kind of have two, like as a person leader and then um, as a vision and as this company is expansion. Mm -hmm. um, what is your word? Um, my word is motion or drive. Mm. Um, mostly just uh, in the in the sense that action is like inevitable or well it's not inevitable but um things always move on regardless of what we do so if we don't act then we are staying still nothing happens or we or we regress and um i think imperfect action is just always so much better than not acting at all so just staying in motion that means also to me also means growth so personal or business wise financially whatever mm -hmm anything like that but just generally motion moving forward i love that motion is a good one i shared this quote on the last podcast that we just did and it was um don't fail until you get it right fail until you can't mm. get it wrong and i think that like it's basically saying just keep going until you just literally can't fuck up yeah um but i think it's it's kind of going with what you said with motion is like if you're constantly in motion you're basically always taking action you're always learning from when things don't work and you just keep moving forward yeah. constantly. Definitely. I think too many people just don't um, put any effort into growth at all. You know, you, it's just so easy to live your life every single day. Get caught up in the busyness. Like, oh, I'm too busy. I'm doing this and that. And before you know it, um, that's kind of like what we were, we were saying earlier. A few years, not wasted because you still take something from it. Mm -hmm. But just few years where you think you could have grown so much more you could have achieved so much much more whatever it is and then um it goes by and you're like oh okay cool i'm at the end of my life whatever have i actually done i mm -hmm. and i just yeah i think people should never get to that point and just keep keep moving whatever direction it is you'll get somewhere maybe you take a wrong turn and you have to 
go back or course adjust, whatever it is, but just keep moving. I think your uh, story of how you, you waited to, to do what you love for a while, it gives you a lot of empathy for your clients who are like on the fence about taking action or making decisions. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I've learned a lot of things, whether that was like from my time in the police or whatever. It, it's it's all made me a better coach today, mm-hmm. maybe a better person today, taking a lot of it or a lot from it. But um, yeah. I think that exercise that he finished with yesterday where we like calculated how many days we have oh. left on Earth. <laughs> freaky that freaked me out <laughs> but that's a really good example of what you're saying totally, right now. It's like, yeah it's let me just say this people the number is not as high as you wanted i think my number was thirteen thousand four hundred and fifty days yes yeah, i have like thirteen thousand four hundred and fifty days left on earth like that is fucked if, if i die on the average human lifespan yeah. which i'm confident i'm gonna live to 100 <laughs> <laughs> but going with the average lifespan like that's scary, but it just goes to show like, um, and YOLO is such a cheesy thing, but it truly is like, it's so powerful. You only live once and, and your days are limited. And totally. like, um, I really like motion. That's yeah. a really, really good one. So, um, biggest takeaway, um, what was your biggest takeaway? I'm, I'm passion, passion, yeah. having passion is so important. I a hundred percent agree. We really dove into passion and purpose yesterday, which was huge. Um, I'm not going to define your, your, uh, what tailored is to you because I think like it's such a big, mm. it depends and there's so many aspects of it and we've all done a really good job at defining it. Um, and then your word for the year is motion. I love it. So yep. thank you for coming across the Atlantic to be here. And, uh, thank you for being on the podcast. 100% my pleasure. Before I let you go, I just want to say thanks. I seriously appreciate you spending this last hour or so with me, educating yourself to get better results. It still humbles me to this day that people around the world literally have me in their headphones or their speakers just to learn. It's so empowering and because of that, I have three quick things for you. The first one is a personal favor. Please leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. When you do this, not only does it help me learn and get better at making podcasts for you to get better results, but it helps us grow inside of iTunes, which allows us to invest more, again, to get you better results. The second thing, head over to boomboomformance.com slash sign dash up or click the link in the show notes to get your free copy of the Nutrition Hierarchy. This is everything you need to know about nutrition to change your body composition or performance inside of a manual. I take the leading evidence inside of research and all the principles, methods, and tools based on some of the top professionals in the industry, and I put them all in a book so you can learn more about your nutrition and get better results. The third thing, this is a personal invitation to shoot me a DM on Instagram or email me at Cody at BoomBoomPerformance.com. I will help you troubleshoot anything you need. This is literally an invitation to jump in my inbox and ask me anything you want and let me help you. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this time. I appreciate you being here and I'll see you next time.